We never apologize for the presence of God. I mean, we're graced with God's presence this morning. How powerful is that? Uh, I, I want Miss Kathy come back up. Uh, I, I don't know if everybody heard that. Uh, and, and she's going to read in Psalms 104 again. This is Thanksgiving week. But Thanksgiving is, is not about a holiday. So in this nation, we've Americanized biblically what our hearts should be about all the time. Actually, joy is tied to Thanksgiving. When you have a, a grateful heart, you have a joyful heart. Because what you're doing is you're, you're, you're focusing on what God has done in your life. And you're thankful for that. How many knows that, look, look, are y'all, is this thing working? Listen, how many here know that God has been good to you? I, I don't even believe everybody heard that. Honestly, put your shopping list down a minute. Okay. Put your eBay, put your uh, Amazon, I don't know about Amazon, but put, put all that stuff down. And I want you right now to think, God has been good to me. Everybody say it. God has been good to me. Joy comes out of that, doesn't it? When you start thinking about how good the Lord has been to you, joy comes out of that. Joy comes out of that. You can't help but think. You can't help but smile and be thankful for what God has done. Now, the people of God, although they didn't always get it, uh, the purpose of Psalm 104 was written toward that. It was a response to God's goodness toward their life. And this is how we should come into the presence of the Lord. We, we shouldn't come in looking around and say, who's here? Oh, no. Oh, did you see what that person's got? Oh, oh, oh no. That, that person looked at me the wrong way. That, yeah. L listen, you're never going to tap in to the joy if you come with that attitude. How many knows what attitude is? Have you ever looked at your kids and said, don't give me that attitude? Oh, come on, parents. Now y'all think I'm teaching Greek right now. <laughs> well, my kids were really good. But they did have their moments. I've had my moments. Come on, you've had your moments. How many knows that sometimes we need an attitude adjustment? That simply means goes back, go back place of thanksgiving and be thankful and I'm going to share a scripture but when the children of Israel when the people of God came into the temple this was their attitude they were taught that Toda is a Jewish word Hebrew word but it has tremendous significance in our life today you may be here today you say I don't have one thing to be thankful for well, you got you had 60 seconds before you to be thankful. For every second and a minute, God blessed you to live. And every minute that God's blessed you previously to live. Do you have your life all together? Is it all, you know, rosy as, as, as Pastor Heath was talking about just a minute ago? Is everything working the way it should work right now? It, but listen. As Tina said, that's, that's a moment. But today, God is going to share with you the key to your joy. The key to your joy. And how many knows we need more joy? Okay. So this is how the children of Israel dressed that when they came into the temple. Would you put Psalms 104 back up, please, Lycan? There's no general word for praise in the Hebrew language. When we read our Bibles, we see the word praise, and we know what it means. But in the, Hebrew, in the Jewish language, Hebrew, it was one of seven words. There are seven words that say a specific type of praise or how they praised. And in this particular scripture, the word praise is todah, T-O-D-A-H. 
Todah. And it says, let all that I am, Todah the Lord. Oh, Lord, my God, how great you are. You are robed with honor and majesty. But in Psalms 104, if you will put that up, Psalms 100 and verse 4. Yeah, Psalms 100 and verse 4. That, that verse says, enter his gates, the gates of the temple. That would be equivalent to our doors. Enter his doors with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with Todah. Give thanks to him and Todah his name. And the word Todah was an expression of the lips and the arms. And when they came in, they extended their arms, palms out, blessing the Lord. And they would extend them back and forth, coming up through the big center aisles of the synagogue, shouting, Todah, Todah, Todah. And what it meant was, Lord, I thank you, not for just my blessings today, but for the blessings unseen and yet to come. Blessings unseen and yet to come. The best is yet to come. Amen. 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 So it is by faith that we cry, bless you, praise you. We enter his courts, praise you. I thank you. I love you. I praise you, Holy Father. My finances may be lacking, but for the blessings unseen and yet to come, I will come in and cry, thank you. Thank you. I praise you. I praise you. Why? Because you're working behind the scenes. You're blessing every effort that I make. It is God's will that we prosper and be in health even as our soul prospers. So when I come in, regardless of what my bank account says, I can lift my hands and I can cry, Toda, 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 I bless your name. I thank you, Father. You have met every need and you will continue to do so in the mighty name of Jesus. Maybe feeling bad in the body this morning. Maybe a struggle to get here. Maybe uncomfortable as you're sitting there. But we can lift our hands and we can cry, Toda, Toda, Toda. You have blessed me with health. You stood at the hitching post and you took 39 stripes on your back so that I might be healed. So Toda, Toda, Toda. We bless your name, Lord. We bless him because he's worthy. So we bless him and we thank him. All right. Hallelujah. Miss Val, you're going to lead this coming into his courts of praise. Because on the end, other end of this, and this is what nine lepers did not get, but one leper did get. Because when God blessed him, he returned to give God thanks for what the Lord had done. See, Thanksgiving is more than football. It's more than turkey legs. It's more than ham. It's more than potato salad. Thanksgiving is an attitude of our heart. Joy flows out of the attitude of your heart. You want to check your altitude where you are today? Check your attitude. Because your attitude affects your altitude. How many, how many want to soar? In fact, God's called you to soar like eagles. That spirit is a spirit of gratefulness and thankfulness. And today, we're going to reenact that. <laughs> we're going to reenact that. In fact, we're, we're going to open those doors. I want ushers. Evie, you be one usher. And Sister Laura, you be the other usher. I want you to open those back doors. Not, not the main doors coming in the building, but the ones coming in the sanctuary. And what you're going to do, you see there's two sets of doors. I want you to go through one door and come in the other door. When you go through that out door, 
I want you to leave your attitude. Oh, I know some of you don't like that. I can see your looks right now. But get over it. God wants to bless you. If you untie his hands, he would bless you. So what we're going to do today, oh, we need this red cord. Full of grace and mercy. That's what that represents. Oh, wow. But this morning, Val's going to lead this. So even if things aren't working right for you right now, I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you right now, God says on the other end, if you begin to walk in a level of gratitude and thankfulness, and it's something you got to do, exercise every day. You've got to exercise gratefulness. It don't just happen because by nature we're all self-centered and a little selfish. Come on. I didn't get many amens there. We're, we're all by nature a little self-centered and self-absorbed. But God says, I'm going to shift it in you. When you start walking in an attitude of gratitude and say, God, I'm thankful. I may not have like the Jones have. I may not be like this. I may not have this happening right now. But for everything you have blessed me with and those yet to come, I now give you thanks and praise. So Val's going to lead the way. And we're going to come into his courts with praise. And when we come into his courts, yes, go ahead, Val. When we come into his courts, boy, the Holy Ghost is just moving things around today. He's playing chess. All right. Now you got something you want to read? Oh, yes, 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 yes. So what, what I want you to do, when we come into these courts, when we leave attitude, one door, we come in the new door, we come in the new way. When you come in, I want you to just lift your hands. I know it's stretching some of your all's religiosity, okay? some of your traditional ways of doing it but I promise you something is going to happen something will begin to happen in your life something will begin to awaken in your life we want joy your joy is going to happen more and be more fulfilled when you're more grateful for what God has blessed you with and given you okay this is an illustration Pastor R sent me this week, and it's about the African impala, and he can jump a height of over 10 feet and cover a distance of over greater than 30 feet. Yet these magnificent creatures can be kept in an enclosure in a zoo with a three-foot wall. The animals will not jump if they cannot see where their feet will fall. Faith is the ability to trust what we can't see, and when the faith we are freed from, from the flimsy enclosures of life that only fear allows to entrap us, to get what you've never had, you must do whatever you have never done. I don't know what, why, who said that, but that's what's going to be to take it. So what you should do when you should do it, whether you feel like it or not. What dad is wanting this church to do right now under the direction of the Holy Spirit. Didn't know this before we came here. I don't know if he even knew it. But if something about unity, sometimes you got to know who's with you and who's without you. We're going to walk out this door right here on this side. And if you're, if you're, if you're in this team, or even if you're not in this church, but if you're in the team, Jesus, if you're in team Jesus, or if you want to be, you get in line and let's go out that door together. And let's leave all the other cares that came dragging us down, if there were any. And we circle back and come through the other door. Let's enter with Toda, 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 Jesus, Jesus. All right, come on. Come on.
Come on, follow in. Don't be, don't be shy. We're gonna go out the door and circle. Come on, Jesus! Some of you can't. You you have extension problems with your with your arms, but that's okay. That's fine. If you can get them up this high, get them up that high. <laughs> if you can't get them up at all, just lift your head. Okay. So on the count of three, I want everybody to shout. Toda. That means praise. That just simply means praise. It's not some kind of weird name. It's 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 older than you could ever imagine. On the count of three, I want you to shout praise. One, two, three. Every how you do that, shout the word Toda. Ready? One, two, three. Toda! Now give him praise. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now let me share. Let me just share. Let me just share a few scriptures to take home with you, okay? Hallelujah! Actually, Shane's videoing right now from... He went on that walk too. Yeah, he went with that walk. He, he was walking with Allison this morning. Wow. Olivia, good to see you back from up at Tech. So good to have you back with us today. All of you are back with us. I'm so thankful for you. So glad for our listening audience this morning, too. Uh, I think Jenny sent back a text to Sal, and he showed it to me. It's just a bunch of fire emojis. Just a bunch of fire emojis. How many knows that there's some fire in here today? Yes, there is definitely some fire in here. But this morning, I, I want to... I want you to look with me, just some scripture, and we may not do anything, but just share this scripture, but uh, I'd like for you to share. You know, I'm, I'm, 
I'm thankful there's so many people who need prayer, so many thank people, as he said, going through a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. And we know that um, it's not always easy to be grateful and thankful. Shane and I was having that conversation the other day in visitation that it, it, it's not easy to be thankful for where you are necessarily all the time because sometimes the place you are isn't where you want to be. How many knows that can be naturally speaking or that can be spiritually speaking or emotionally speaking? I'm, I'm, Lord, how do I give thanks when I really don't want to be thankful for that? Okay? But, you know, thankfulness, again, is an attitude of our heart. And Paul said it in 1 Thessalonians 5.18. is one of the most powerful scriptures, under-read, under-used scriptures and, and text and, and the context of God's word. He said, give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Give thanks to God in all circumstances. Now, I, did, I didn't say that you enjoy all circumstances, but we're to be thankful and all those things. Because God is doing something in that that we may not be able to see. And, and you know, <clears throat> that was a conversation that Shane had with me. You know, I, I'm... <laughs> when Paul wrote most of the, his writings, two-thirds of the New Testament, he wrote most of them from a prison. How many knows that a prison would not be a natural pray place to give God thanks. I, Lord, I'm not thankful, but I'm thankful that you are using this for my good. I, I don't see it. I don't feel it. And we're tied to that word a lot because I don't see it. I don't feel it. But I know that it's working together, Romans 8, for my good. So therefore, if it's working for my good, even though I don't see it, I will extend my toda and I'll thank you anyway. Just praise him anyway. Right? Praise him anyway. Everybody turn to somebody and say, praise him anyway. Because the word praise is a word really meaning thanksgiving. Be thankful anyway. If you don't have everything that you think your life should be about, thank him. Uh, you know what I do? And, and I did this in school years ago when I was teaching my kids about saying thank you. That is a lost art. <laughs> you can give people things, they just walk away. Yeah, and all, don't ever be in my classroom and do that. Listen, I don't give us a piece of candy. I give a piece of candy to a kid and they just walk away and I'll say, you're welcome. It's not that I need your attention. It's just you need to be taught how to say thank you. Just be grateful, thankful, thankful. Lord, I'm thankful right now for this moment. I thank you for the air that I breathe. I thank you for my son being on fire in the Holy Ghost this morning. I thank you for my wife sharing the word of God. I thank you for Val's breakthrough. I thank you that you're healing Jenny. I thank you that Will is still here today. I thank you that Shane is listening in. I thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. I thank you for healing my body. I thank you for bringing my kids out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You need to be thankful. You need to say thank you. And sometimes people say, well, I sit under my breath. Well, what good did that do? Look up to the Father and say, thank you, Father. Be loud. Be boastful. When they came to those gates, they didn't come to those gates with their hands in their pockets, talking under their breath. 
they came to those gates with thanksgiving and to his courts with praise. They all would shout in unison, Toda, we have a problem. <laughs> we have a problem saying it outward because we have a problem with it inward. What flows out of your inward, outward flows from your inward. So be thankful. Be thankful. I'm thankful for Lord, a church, a ministry, a, a place. It's not the most elegant place. It doesn't have crystal chandeliers. It doesn't have all kinds of glass walls. It doesn't have all kinds of elaborate colors and lighting. But Lord, I thank you for every every stick of timber in here. I thank you for every drop of cement. I thank you for every speck of paint on the wall. I thank you for those that labored together to bring this about. I thank you for those that sacrificed financially to make this happen. Thankful, thankful, thankful. Give thanks to God. Amen. Give thanks to God. Josh, where you were, where were you five years ago, brother? Oh man, look at you now. You're sitting in the place that we talked about five years ago. Oh wow. So be thankful. Joy flows out of your thanksgiving. 1 Timothy 4.4 4, For everything God created is good. <laughs> I know a lot of people shaking their head yes, but some of you ain't made your mind up. For everything God created is good. Not everything that's happening on this planet is God is God responsible for. A lot of the chaos coming against you, God didn't create. The devil did it to knock you off your heels. But God said, give me thanks and I'll fight your battles for you. I'll go before you. Just appreciate what I'm doing right now in your life. So everything, for everything God created is good and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving, Paul said. He wrote that from a prison. <laughs> oh, wow. Try that on for size. You know what? Okay, let's don't go there. Give thanks in all, Philippians 4, 6, one of my favorite words right here. Give thanks in all circumstances for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. This is the day that the Lord hath made. Let's rejoice, let's be glad in it. And be, let the peace of God that rule in your hearts to which indeed you were called in one body and be thankful, the word says. And be thankful, be thankful, be thankful. Thank the Lord, say thanks, give thanks to God because everything comes from the Father. Amen. Somebody give him some praise. Colossians 2, 6-7 So then, just as you receive Christ, Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith, and as you were taught and overflowing with thanksgiving. You see, the place of overflowing thankfulness is a place of joy. When you're continually thankful for what God has done in your life, you say, well, and as Kathy said, that word has powerful inferences because what it's saying, I'm not only thankful for what's going on right now in my life, Lord, when I come in your courts with praise, but I'm thankful for the things that are coming that I haven't seen yet. But I know they're coming and I'm going to thank you in advance for it. Sometimes praise is on credit. Come on, somebody in here ought to know about that. I see some big smiles. Somebody, ought to, 
You say, well, I don't have it to give right now. I don't have praise to give. Yes, you do. Let everything that have breath praise the Lord. The last, the, the last thing I know, every person in here is breathing right now. If you're not, let's call paramedics right now. Everybody in here is breathing. Let everything that have breath give you praise to the Lord. I'm going to praise him. We're going to praise him in the storm. We're going to praise him in the desert. We're going to praise him in the fruitful places. We're going to praise him. We're going to be thankful because this is the will of God. This is the will of God. 2 Corinthians 4, 15. All this is for your benefit. You want me better? Um, maybe you don't. But I'm, the question is, how many want to be better? We all want to be better, don't we? All this is for your benefit, Paul said, so that the grace that is reaching more and more people, reaching more and more people, may cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God. I believe there's a level to which we strive and we desire to reach. And that's that level of God's glory where God's glory totally permeates the atmosphere of our heart, resounds in every area of our life. I believe the doorway to that is through the heart of gratitude and thankfulness. You, you show me a joyful person, I'll show you a thankful person. You show me a, pe a person that's got peace in their life, I'll show you a grateful person. You show me a person that's not caught up in all the chaos, I'll show you a grateful person. I'm not saying those things are not happening in their life, but I'm just saying God has a way in you to get you above that so you're not messed up by that stratosphere. God will get us there. Oh, Colossians 4.2 We should devote ourselves to prayer. Be thankful. Be watchful and be thankful. Two things that go hand in hand. To be watchful and to be thankful. We know that Jesus is coming. We know that greater things are happening. Be an attitude of watchfulness. Expectation. It's tied to the word expectancy. Be watchful. Be expectant to the things that are coming upon the earth for the things that are coming in the church for the things that are coming in your life be watchful be expectant to that and with that be thankful for what's coming amen be thankful for what's coming wow hallelujah everybody shout wow <laughs> whoa man I, I just love this atmosphere today how many knows that we needed this today? We needed this. People at home, Billy Jean, Charlotte Chin, different people, Frida Glenwood that's listening. We all need, people need this. We need this. We need this. Elbow somebody and say, I need this. Hallelujah. So, I'm here at the end, right here at the, where we're tying this together. But I'm gonna, I want you to take these scriptures home with you. Some of my favorite scriptures in Luke 17. And beginning at verse 11, and there's just a few verses of scripture. We can read it together. And this is the Passion Translation. I'm going to read this. You don't have to stand up because we've already passed all that, okay? Oh, Jesus. Wow. When you sit down at Thanksgiving, if you're blessed to do that with whatever meager or whatever you have or don't have, and you're blessed to be able to enjoy this day and that day, if the Lord permits that day to be upon us, I want us to look at Thanksgiving in a different way. We, we have lost the art of Thanksgiving. We, we have, and we take so many things for granted. I, I don't know about you. We can take God for granted. 
like God's going to always be there. You know, there's an old mountain saying, I don't know how many have heard this, but if some of you are old enough, you probably remember this. Maybe Brother Henry. You don't miss the well till it's gone dry. You ever, you ever hear that before? You, you don't miss your horse until he's broke down. You don't miss the well until it's gone dry. You don't miss the bread until it's not in the bread cloth. You don't miss whatever it is. And sometimes God to us is like, if I need you, I'll call upon you. If I need you, I'll send for you, Lord. No, the Lord wants to be a part of your everyday fiber of existence. And in that fiber of existence, every day should come forth from our lips and our heart. Lord, I'm thankful for what you've done in my life. I'm thankful. We can take our spouses for granted. We can take our children for granted. We can take our church for granted. We can take our leadership, our pastors for granted. People took Jesus for granted. <laughs> the significance of Jesus was very important when he was here upon the earth. But actually the magnitude or the weightiness of that could never, would not be seen until Jesus was already gone. And sometimes we miss the opportunity. Every day I think about my parents. I think about my parents. I think about Kathy's parents. They were so essential and vital in, in, in their lives. And there are times that, that you know, Heath, you know, uh, they were almost like second parents to you guys. But, you know, just to sit down and hear them have a conversation about life and some of the quirkiness and silly things that uh, they would share with us. But yet, often when I think about them, and it's usually every day, I'm thankful because of what they deposited in our life and the example they set. Even though things that I couldn't understand, I'm thankful and I'm grateful. And, and I wish that I had those moments back right now to say, Lord, I thank you. And, and or just say to them, I thank you. And maybe I didn't say it enough. Thank you, Mom. Thank you, Dad. Thank you, Mom. Thank you, Paul. Maybe we're not thankful enough. But right now, God's trying to stir thankful, thankfulness up in your heart. The time to say thanks is now. Shout now. Wow. So here it is. Jesus traveled, beginning at verse 11. This is the Passion Translation. Jesus traveled on toward Jerusalem and passed through the border region between Samaria and Galilee. And that was a no-no. Samaria was not the place that Jews traveled to. They were sort of half-breeds or half um, uh, they're interrelational or racial and what I'm saying is they were part Jew and they were part Samaritan and so therefore the Jews looked down upon the Samaritans and so by Jewish law this act or movement was not condoned by Jewish people Jesus was going out of his way he, he was doing it not only out of his way physically, but he was going out of his way spiritually and, and uh, geographically and emotionally because what had the Jews said, no, you're breaking codes. You're breaking laws right here. Anything that you do that's a beneficial to God, you're going to have to go out your way to do it. Praise is one of those things. You, sometimes you've got to go out your way to praise God. You, you got to praise him when you don't feel like it. You got to praise him. You got to praise him with a headache. You got to praise him when your legs bother you. You got to praise him anyway. Let everything that have breath give thanks to the Lord and praise his name. So they went out of their way. There's a reason why they went out of their way. There's always a reason. And so he passed through the border region between Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered one village, 10 men approached him. But they kept their distance, for they were lepers. Everybody holler lepers. Now, real quickly, honestly, I know you don't believe it, but really are right here. And if the Lord blesses, there'll be another time that Heath or somebody will, will finish this. But there were 10 lepers there, which is another taboo spiritual taboo because they were unclean 
You know what God has called this ministry to? The unclean. So to reach the broken, to reach the broken, you've got to roll up your sleeves. You've got to get down in the dirt. You've got to get down in the brokenness. You'll never reach those heights and levels of fulfillment and joy and thanksgiving in your heart if you're always going around, outskirting around the borders. But just as soon as you reach into the brokenness, that's when hell unleashes against you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You wouldn't have a tax if you were, if we were just reaching shiny shininess all the time but God reaches the brokenness just as he did in Rahab in the book of Joshua he reached as the children were occupying and going into the new land the first test was a fortified city called Jericho and as he sent the spies into the land I'm getting in somewhere else I'm telling you okay but what I'm saying is God sent spies in to check the city out. And just so happened, there was a woman inside the city who made her living through prostitution. But by faith, Hebrews said, she hid those men fearful of their lives or they would be found out and she hid them among the flax on top she probably had a second job was making linen but she hid them under the flax and God reached out and he found grace he showed grace and mercy to a prostitute named Rahab and used her used her faith to be the example setter and the hallmark of faith. Hebrews chapter 11. She was not a shoddy person. She was a broken person. But how grateful and how thankful she was when God spared her life when the children of Israel occupied and destroyed Jericho. It was through that scarlet line hanging down out of her out of her window that showed that she had been rescued from judgment through her faith in God because she feared in God. She feared God. She feared God. She feared his wrath. She says, will you remember me? Will you remember me? Will you remember me when you come and to destroy this city? And if so, I'm going to hang up a scarlet line outside the window. When I see that scarlet line, you see that scarlet line. Will you spare my life? God did. God extended mercy and grace. Every person in this room right now, sitting in your seat, God has extended grace and mercy to you. Do you understand that? You're not sitting where you are right now because of your name. You're, you're not sitting there because of your vocation. You're not sitting there because of your degree. You're not sitting there because you've got your life together. You're sitting there because of grace and mercy. I wish I had the lungs I did 30 years ago. Grace and mercy. I'm thankful for grace. Johnny, grace and mercy. Oh, wow. So thankful. Jesus went out of his way, went to Samaria. There he encountered 10 lepers who were unclean. Leprosy was an awful, awful disease. It, weighed, it ate away at the body, disfigured the body, eventually would lead the body to death. There was no cure for it. And everybody, there was colonies who clung together who were all lepers. And people knew that they didn't go around those places. 
And everywhere a leper was outside the vicinity of that location. If he came in the so, uh, such a distance of proximity, close enough to those that would encounter him, he would cry out with his face covered or her face covered, unclean, unclean. You know the people I reach every day and, and I reach out to every day and so do you. So many people who are buried in their shame. When they talk to you, they can't even look up and talk to you. Have you ever talked to somebody like that? I do all the time. Holly, you used to be one of that, those people. Yes, yes, I, keep, I, I hate to keep beating this up. But listen, your shroud was behind the tatorship bin at Hillbilly. But listen, you didn't want to talk to me because you were ashamed. Lepers didn't want that. They didn't want the rejection. They didn't want the ostracization. They didn't want that. They were broken. But God's called us to reach the lepers. God's called us to reach the lepers. He's told us to reach those that nobody else wants. And I'm thankful. Everybody say thankful for the opportunity. Wow. Okay, closing. And they shouted to him from a distance. For all those people don't believe in shouting. Y'all try it sometime. It might help you. Oh, grandma used to do that. They don't do that anymore. You gotta be dignified. You need to shout. Come on, Jonah. Put your prideful suit up and walk into the presence of God and say, Tona! They shouted from a distance for they were lepers. And they shouted to him, Mighty Lord, they knew who he was. Mighty Lord, our wonderful master, won't you have mercy upon us and heal us? Just like Rahab had done. And when Jesus stopped to look at them, he spoke these words. Go to be examined by the Jewish priest. And they set off. And as they started their way, listen to this. As the moment they started an opposite direction of where they were, God healed them. He didn't lay his hand on him. He didn't go up and speak or say something over him. He didn't do that. He said, go your way and be healed. The Bible said the moment they made a step forward, their skin was washed white and clean. Nothing will ever change in your life until you take a step forward You can stay, you can, you can hang out in the leper colony. Listen, you can hang out in the party mix of ungrateful people. Listen, with bad attitudes. I call a name there, but I know it's not appropriate. But you know what? Nothing will ever change until you leave the place of you are. Listen, if you're there today, and the weight of the world's on your shoulder, God says it can change. Two things real here real quickly that brought that about. First of all, they had to move. Faith moves, you see. You, you can say you got all the faith you want to. You can tell me that till you turn blue in the face. But if you don't change direction, faith will never work in your life. But I'm just burdened. I'm just, I feel oppressed. I feel the enemy is really, listen. And I don't want to hang out there. I know God will use it. But Lord, I want things to change. We'd all be crazy if we didn't say we want things to change. Well, God says they are going to change. They are. The end of the thing is going to be better than the beginning of the thing. That's what God told Job. Job could have never imagined it, but Job, 
The end of this is going to be better than the beginning. The end of this is going to be better than the beginning. The, oh, the, the now is just the highway. The now is just the doorway. The now is just a window. But let me tell you, the end of this is better than the beginning of this. Shane, are you hearing me? The end of this thing is better than the beginning of this thing. Everybody shout, Toda. Okay, closing. I said I would. And, and there's no way I can do this justice, but, and they were healed as they walked along the way. So Lord, I'm deciding today I'm going to walk. I want my day to begin with Toda, an attitude of thanksgiving. And throughout the day, I'm going to walk in thanksgiving because I know what I'm needing from the Lord is coming my way. And I'm grateful for it, Lord. I'm really grateful for it. I can't see it right now, but I know it's coming and I'm grateful. I'm thankful for it. I'm thankful for it. For some of you right there and your kids are living in a leper colony somewhere. They're living broken away out of the will of God. Off grid. They're living where God has not purposed them to live. Listen, you say, but I want them saved. Start believing that they are saved. Oh, I, I don't see it. That's being presumptuous. No, that's faith. I'm calling those things that aren't as though they already are. I'm going to start walking in and I'm going to start thanking God for saving my children. I want you to get this. Well, it's not here. But long before this guy got crazy on with Jesus, long before this guy got crazy on Jesus, long before this guy was shouting and lifting his voice and preaching the gospel, we thank God for his salvation. I don't believe some of you even got that. Are you, are you, did you get that? Thank the Lord for saving them. Thank the Lord for delivering them. Thank the Lord that they're clean and off of drugs. Thank the Lord. And maybe life doesn't happen the way we figure it sometimes. Maybe it doesn't turn out always. Maybe the enemy works and he does work. But be thankful. Be thankful, Toda. And they were healed along their way. And the Bible said one of them realized he was healed. This is our challenge today. One of them realized that, man, something happened to me. Whoa, I can't explain, but look at me. I'm not a leper anymore. My skin's not rotten anymore. My, my fingers, members are not falling off anymore. Look at me. Wow, wow, wow. When you look at where you were and where you are now, there ought to be a shout in you. Somebody ought to have to look at you and say, be quiet. You're disturbing. Some of you need to get riled up and disturb. That's why some of you need disturbing. Woo! Your faith needs to be disturbed. Your praise needs to be disturbed. And so what happens, the one that realized he'd been healed turned back to find Jesus. Oh, now listen to this. I wish I had somebody just... Oh, just be at it right now. Just <laughs> turn back to find Jesus shouting with joyous praises, glorifying God. And when he found Jesus, he fell down at his feet 
and he thanked him over and over, over and over. It's the continuance of gratitude in our life. What that man said is from this day forward, my life has changed and I'm going to be thankful to God. Come on, come on, come on. Toda, Toda, I'll enter his gates with thanksgiving. I'll get up in the morning with thanksgiving. I'll use my social media to be thankful and grateful. Get off the negative nanny club. I said, get out of the negative nanny club. Get on the praise club. Start praising God. Whoa. Then you'll start seeing people pick up your social media. Not that you're doing it for that, but I know nobody, nobody does it for likes. I know, no. Be, be thankful. So he came back, closing. Oh, wow. You got to understand this. All this was out of the ordinary because this man was a leper, had been, and he was a Samaritan. Hmm. But somehow or another, he was so grateful. His gratitude overwhelmed his circumstances. And he tapped into a heart of thanksgiving and gratefulness. Now, not only was he healed, but he was delivered, saved. You see, nine men got healed I said nine men, men got healed, but only one got healed and set free and saved. What are you doing with what God's already done in your life? Oh, Jesus, he, just think about it right there. He came back and he knelt at Jesus' feet thanking him. And you know what Jesus said? I'm releasing you this day, son. Not only you healed, but you're set free. You're forgiven. The greatest words you could ever say in praise and thanksgiving, Lord, I'm forgiven. All right, right there, where we're gonna stop. Hallelujah. But the other nine refused to turn, return. They just refused to, to go back for whatever reason. Whether it was a way, uh, too much of an inconvenience. Sometimes I think being thankful is an inconvenience. Because remember, having a, developing a thankful heart, an attitude of gratitude, is something you've got to exercise in your life. It don't just come naturally. You've got to get up and say, I'm thankful. We can get up, we are so pushed and pressed to the day, demanding schedules and events that we can lose what it's really about. What this is about today, it's about Jesus. It's about the King, the Christ, the Son of the living God. It's about us grabbing a hold of this and saying, Lord, I'm so thankful for this moment right here today. Lord, I'm thankful that Josh wore those strings off of that little guitar. That, was, that added a dimension to it. I'm thankful that Tony just got radical today and took that cross. That, that, listen, listen, that, that, that was no easy thing. I'm, I'm just going to get that cross and I'm going to look across there and the enemy's going to look in, talk in his mind and say, now you look stupid, don't you? Come on, how many's ever done that to you? When you got a little bit praiseful and thankful, the devil whispered in your ear and said, you showed yourself now, didn't you? Hallelujah. Shut up, David. Shut up, David. Shut up. You've, you've Listen, you've shamed me before Israel today. You've shamed me. What are you doing coming in here, disrobing into the city, acting like this maniac before the presence of God and all the daughters of Israel? You're coming in acting this way. You know why? Because nothing but Toda was in the heart of David. He was thankful for that moment. 
I promise you this. There'll be more moments forward reaching in your life if you'd be more grateful for the moments you have right now. Because the doorway to the miraculous is through your thanksgiving. This man got healed when he went his way. But he got delivered and forgiven when he came back and kneeled at Jesus' feet. You know what some of you need to do? You need to just come today and kneel at Jesus' feet. You say, well, I don't know what to pray. Lord, I thank you that you touched my heart today. I'm thankful for the breath in my lungs. I'm I'm thankful, Lord, for this powerful opportunity of ministering with with the most wonderful women in my life. I don't take it for granted, although sometimes I act like I do. You're supposed to say amen there. I know she's just too kind. She ain't going to do that toward me. Grace is silent. Amen to that. Yeah. And I'm so thankful for this little baby girl here today. who used to sit in our classroom. And every student in here that I ever had, I'm thankful for you. Hallelujah. Oh, we're just thankful, Lord. We're just thankful. Can you thank the Lord for something today? Right now, just thank him. Just thank him right now. Come on, Toda. Just be grateful right now. You say, well, I've never raised my hand. Well, it's about time that you start. Just lift your hands and just thank him right now. You say, well, I'm I'm not just, I'm not in a position to thank the Lord. Yes, you are. You're in the greatest position to thank the Lord because of what God has done for your life. What God has done for your life, he's done great things in your life. And you know, he continues to do that. And he's going to excel you in the basketball. Yes, he's going to excel you in the basketball because not only are you going to use his hands to praise him, but he's going to use those hands to manipulate that basketball and drive up and down that court and make moves that some people are going to look around and say, whoop, was that Bella? You know why? Because it starts with thanksgiving. It starts with thanksgiving. It starts with gratitude. It starts with gratitude. It starts with gratitude. Hallelujah. You know what I know? Yes, yes, Isaiah. Look what the Lord has done in your life, my brother. Look what he's done in your life. You know what? Wow. It's a small thing to lift up your hands. But you know, in the classroom teaching, when I ask kids, I ask kids questions. Every kid that knew answers lifted their hands. You know what? When you raise your hands, what you're really saying? Lord, I know you're the answer. (laughs) Yes, I know you're the answer. I'm thankful. I know you're the answer for Steve. I know you're the answer for Pumpkin. I know you're the answer. I know you're the, the answer for what's going wrong in my life. And right now, the Lord just saying, he's inviting you on this maybe renewed journey of being grateful and thankful to the Lord. You see how stretching that is? Was it easy? You know, it's hard to lift your hands, wasn't it? It's not easy to put them back down, wasn't it? Because that's inconvenient. It's inconvenient for that man to go out of his way to come back to Jesus and kneel down. And that's what the Lord's saying that we need to do today. Because he... You had it right on. Really, this this word connected here because joy is going to flow out of that. Your life will be a life of overflowing gratitude and joy when you practice, when you practice a life of being thankful. And I'm going to invite, God's inviting everybody here today. If you're here and you don't know Jesus, he's inviting you to come. If you're here and you've been connected to Jesus, but life has disconnected you, things. Or if you're here today, you've never known Jesus, but you'd like to. All this makes sense, and I don't understand it all, but, you know, it, it, it just makes sense in my heart that I need to 
trust God. I need to put my faith in him and believe that there's something beyond this leprosy right now. Something beyond this sinful life that I'm living. Sinful place, this place of brokenness and hurt. And today, the Lord's inviting you to come. And we're going to all come. This has been like a crazy service today. Honestly, just surfing all through it today. It's just like, well, there's no rhyme and reason. It's just like God just mixed things up. And you know why? Because he's inviting people right now. I want you to have the best Thanksgiving. And you may not have, uh, you may not have mashed potatoes, sweet potatoes. Uh, you may not have pecan pie or ever how you say it. You may not have those things, but you will have the presence of Yeshua in your heart. And that's to be thankful for. So right now, one, two, three, if you're here today, I want you to come. I want you to come, whatever reason. I know there are lepers here today. I know there are people here that are broken and hurt. And there are things that you need. And I want you to come. Right now, God's inviting you to come. You say, Pastor, I haven't always been thankful. I haven't always, I haven't always been thankful. I, I, haven't, I, I need to be more thankful. Well, I'd have to raise my hands and my feet. Because I've not always been thankful. Because sometimes I've looked over things. It's easy sometimes to look over things. But if you're here today and you just need an adjustment, maybe in your attitude. Maybe your attitude's been a little bit sour lately. Oh, you mean I can get a sour attitude? Well, just ask your friends. Just ask your family. <laughs> Come on. Be real. Be real. Be real. The only way God can help you is if you be real with him, just like, just like the leper. Lord, I'm thankful that you healed me, but I want to I want to extend this Thanksgiving. I want to come and thank you personally. I want to thank you personally. I want to kneel at your feet and I want to show you gratitude right now. God says people right now just need to be thankful. God says people right now that's not at this altar just needs to be in an attitude of worship and thank the Lord right now. Thank him for what he's already done. Thank him for what he's doing. Thank him for what he's doing in your children. You're having difficulty with your children. Start thanking him for saving them. Calling them. Thank him. Just thank him. I just want to thank you, Lord, for every time you've heard me when I pray. I just want to thank you, Lord, for always being there. When I was so down and out, you came along, Lord, and made me want to shout. Because I just want to thank you, Lord. I just want to thank you, Lord. I just want to thank you, Lord, for all the times you've been there, Lord. I just want to thank you, Lord. I just want to thank you, Lord. For all those times, Lord. And I want to thank you, Lord, right now in advance for the things that I, I seem to need in my life, but I can't see them. But by faith, Lord, today, I just want to.